Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. It makes me so sad because I want to talk to you. Why today of all days did you have to forget your wire somewhere, you know? <clears throat> yes. It's like, why? I'm thoroughly disappointed. Yeah, but it works for I'm a few thoroughly minutes. disappointed. Like that was perfect. I yeah. guess we'll just we'll just yeah. power through. It's okay. Yeah, just don't move very much, Eric. Sit extremely. <laughs> it's his computer though. It's just old. Yeah, don't move any mouses. Don't do anything. Just let it <laughs> just yeah. Don't even don't even fucking blow but on it. But he's so <laughs> fidgety, Mike. He's so fidgety, Eric. Well, yeah, he's a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me we're recording. Oh, of course so. we are. Oh yes. <laughs> I've that seen him in really good. Thank you. I've <laughs> seen him in person. I've been up there. Trust me. He's a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see him too. No. <laughs> well, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he couldn't make time to come yeah. hang out with me, but I have to give you your book, Wait. by the way. Yes. Yes, you still have my a book. From how many years ago? Like seven. Seven, eight, seven, and I, eight years it's ago? In, it's in the same condition that I got it in. Because that like like new condition. Well, the condition he gave it to me and wasn't new. Mm. But no, because it was used when I got it. Yeah, it was. It's a little worn, but it's not. It's been sitting on my bookshelf with all my other books. Is this the same book it's, you guys talked a, about on the podcast before? Uh, it's a it's it? a red book. Uh, Brief history of time. Is that the one we talked about? Yeah, that probably was the one we talked about. Likely, it's the only book I've ever lent you. Yep, it is. <laughs> And then we all got laid off, and then I was like, well, I guess I'm never seeing him again. Sweet, I got this fucking dope book. I wasn't laid off. Well, whatever. You left. Oh, you left Uh, before. Yeah. Didn't you go to TELUS? I was at TELUS. Oh, um, shit. The second day I was there Mm -hmm. was the day that everyone got laid off at eCare. Oh, lucky you. Good for you. Incredible timing. It yeah. really was. How long were you at Telus for? Two years. They're atrocious. Did you know? In what? Like, do you mean as an employer, or do you mean as a service Cus- provider? Oh, service provider. Ugh, I never liked Telus. Their customer service is awful. I mean, their their advertisements are the most adorable thing ever. But that's where else. We. You know goes. what I think is really funny? So they what? have a um, they have a current um ad campaign you'll see this at like around and it says and it's a i can't remember it's like a, the guinea pig or something it's shaking mm-hmm. it all it's like hair mm-hmm. and, and of course it's adorable but it says shake off data limits mm. which i think is very humorous because that's referring to like home internet not mm-hmm. your phone mm-hmm. and the interest so they will you can buy internet from them that has a data cap mm-hmm. and if you go over that you pay okay or you can pay a little extra and have unlimited it. internet. Mm-hmm. So shake off, as they say, right? Shake off. Okay. The funny thing is, five years ago, they implemented data caps. Mm-hmm. 
So they were the ones who implemented those data caps that they now are saying, hey, pay extra and you can have... Isn't that funny? Yeah. <coughs> what a great way to make money. <sighs> totally is. Five and years people ago, people sure. are going to forget. <coughs> so. I'm sure there's some people that don't remember, but you know, it's, I, I, it's not a bad business. It, I don't fault them necessarily, but it is, you know, it's interesting that a lot of people probably won't recall that. I had a really good conversation yesterday with my friends about how poor customer service has gotten just in general. On the phone? Uh, on the phone, in person. It's just not up to par. People are just so sick and tired of doing jobs. They don't give a shit. I think They're it there de- for a paycheck. It for, it for sure depends. It's not walking to Apple. If you're in an Apple store... I think we pretty much all agree that you have a pretty good experience in an Apple store. Yeah, I've never had a bad experience at an Apple store, but I'm not talking about one-offs. I'm just talking about the general climate of customers. I agree, and I think that that's what makes certain companies that, generally speaking, have good experience. Apple generally has good experience. Starbucks generally have a good experience when you go into Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Like That's why there's the few that really stand out. Yeah, on the phone is awful. On the phone is really not good. I have a very phone. low patience level for that. Yeah, it's hard, right? Like you, you first you're gonna call in. It's gonna make you go through that automated system, f- mm-hmm. and then you you have to wait to go through it to push zero because that's what everybody wants to do. Nobody wants to deal with that automated stupid fucking system. They want to talk <laughs> to a person about their bill or their problem, and they want it to be quick and they want it to be interactive because. It's, it's just a nice way to do business. But man, people in call centers, some don't speak English and they're just not, I don't know what, what the thinking is behind just the, the challenges presented in, in customer care. But it doesn't seem well, like any efforts being put forth to, to kind of focus on that. You know, it's about sales. Push the sales, upsell, sell this, sell this service, get this service, get this device out, get this, get this, get this. Get this. And it's like, well... <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 for sure a challenging one. I mean, you see a lot of companies and you know whatever are going towards getting more online chatting, right? You know, and that's you, it, there's a few reasons I can understand that one. You know, typically speaking, the agents who are doing those online chats do one, two, three, or depending on the company and depending mm-hmm. on the skilled individual. I think I think some some companies will do up to four chats or five like an individual will do four to five chats at a time mm-hmm. when you when you type in a lot of it is a bot that's speaking to you for the first right. for the first four thing. or five Shots. things that you that, yeah almost any of them have mm-hmm. you know, algorithms that say you know like what can i help you with today and if you say anything that has to do with like i need to fix my or you know something's not working like it picks up on those words mm-hmm. and automatically oh you're having problems with your internet and like you know, or you're, you know, you need to deal with your delivery. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so, and then, and that's, and people don't realize that's sort of like the, the IVR that does like the direction, right? Gets mm-hmm. you to the right place. Right. So you don't have to spend the first two minutes figuring out what the problem is when a bot can just take that answer and then sort it to a person who can help them yeah. very quickly. Yeah. No, I understand. They're pretty, they're it's pretty, efficiency, yeah. right? There's going to be kinks mm-hmm. on the way there. But what I'm, ta- I'm not even talking about that stuff. I'm just talking about yeah. the general attitude people have. Yeah. Which I which I think needs a bit of a an adjustment. Yeah, and then you know I'll play the I'll play the other side of that card. Like I do understand too that you know the the, the attitude that people get 
jades out those who are on the phone for some time, right? Like, and it's mm-hmm. it's not right that you would, but it's understandable. It's understandable that a person would be like, yeah, the last four people I dealt with were just attitude people from the get go, right? Like, and it's and you know you can say it's your job, you have to deal with it, but at some point, it's no. It's I hard. think that's so totally fair. Look. The, the whole point of paying you for your time is for your time that you are there, you're getting paid to be professional. And I think it's oh, I, um, I agree important, like, and it's on people. It is their responsibility to make sure whatever shit they got going on, they leave it at the door. Because you know what? I got to do it. If I want to have a good day and I don't want to drain everybody else and bring bullshit into the office or the warehouse or whatever, I have to leave my shit at the door should I have any. I just mean the last, like if the last two or three customers gave you shit, it's understandable that the next customer is, you, you might have a, you might open the phone call with being a little jaded. Again, I've been there. You know, but you know, even under. as a customer, like I think both people are wrong, right? Like even as a customer, yeah, okay, sure. you're frustrated. But at the same time, understand that the person that you are calling at the call center is does not need to eat shit for your problem that the com- that is a company problem. Yeah, that's on like, both sides, don't, right? Don't target all your rage on this one person because you've had a tough day and blah, blah, blah. Be frustrated, but you're an adult. Like, manage that shit. You don't need to be yelling at customer service reps. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just think that's tacky too. So on well, both ends, there could be improvement. Absolutely. No question, right? People have an entitlement. I'm, mm-hmm. di- you know, I'm paying you for a service, so I mm-hmm. own you. Mm-hmm. Eh, back that like shit that. off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's for sure both sides. Yeah, it's no just question. a trade. Like, it's not a you own me or I own you. It's we are trading this for this. Sometimes this doesn't work. Therefore, I can come talk to you about it and you can help fix my problem. But, like, sorry, shit fucks up sometimes. That's another weird thing. <laughs> People think just, ex- just expect things to work perfect. Mm-hmm. How? Human beings are imperfect. So we're going to make shit that's going to make mistakes. Undoubtedly. Well, here's my thing with that hmm. is that and I, I what I did for years before I did do now is I used to have to call people for payments for cars, oh, right? Gosh. Collections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I did this for years and mm-hmm. I still I work at the same company, but I do something completely different. Mm-hmm. But if I can have a conversation with a person and, you know, talk them through again, it is a skill obviously mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. have a conversation with anybody and to be able to keep things professional, civil, maybe sometimes not lighthearted, but you know, a little friendly as much as you could be without it sounding contrite. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And if I can have a conversation with somebody and they're paying me because of something they owe, mm-hmm. then when I call somebody because of a $30 charge, I'm not aware of, I just expect you to be able to explain it to me. Professionally. Yeah, yeah. That's right. all, right? Exactly. Absolutely. So, but yeah. I but I think I think the main problem, and it goes back to Amy, what you're saying. The the problem when companies do this customer service thing, they tr- they try to put these representatives in conversations and they try to run the conversation. Now you need to it's very important to stay in control of a conversation. But what they tend to do is they tend to give you this kind of outline, right? Mm-hmm. You put you, number one, you're you're not paying general customer service reps top dollar. Right. Right. It's usually either minimum wage, maybe a little bit above, depending on the company. So whether that be the skill level they have coming in, you know, but I, I think the main problem is, is they, they almost take away wanting a person to actually be able to like one of their reps to talk to a person on the phone, mm-hmm. like a normal human being, because that potentially might 
they might say something that offends the customer because it's not staying within this line of script, right? Mm -hmm. And and I, and I think what happens is is when they do that, it feels like they're robots. Yeah. I've had some of the best interactions with people when like talking to an Apple rep. We're talking Apple. How many mm -hmm. people do they talk to a day? A lot. A lot. Right? And it's technical and it was a, a lot of stuff. And this lady was the funniest, nicest person to talk to on the phone. You can do that. It, mm -hmm. But the company has to allow you, because most of these companies record calls, yeah. right? For customer service purposes, they evaluate them. People get graded on them. We did. In collections, they graded us. So yeah. it's the it, it, what it is is the, the company needs to make a focused effort. And I totally agree. As a consumer, you, regardless, you should still always be respectful to other people, regardless of what you're paying for. Yeah, it's like as just a person. Like, <laughs> yeah. just don't be a dick immediately. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> the, the best conversations you can have with anybody in any situation, but especially that situation, is always being polite. Mm -hmm. I've had nothing but generally, very rare do I have bad phone experiences with, with customer service people mm -hmm. because I try to personally not be an asshole to them. Right. E even if I'm pissed. They didn't do it. So how do I get my problem resolved? Well, like getting pulled over by police, right? Mm -hmm. You tend to be fairly nice to them for the most part. A lot of them are pretty lenient because yeah. they usually people aren't being nice. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I do the same thing. I think so. I've just had like in, in a very short span of time, like in the last five days, just every experience I've had where I've required help or got a phone call mm -hmm. from, for example, UPS, like, it's just been such a bad experience. Like, I was pretty sure. calm. It was my last half an hour at work on Friday, and the lady was calling me from UPS to let me know I had a package that I needed to pick up. It was mm. COD, and it was the right. last attempt of delivery. And for some reason, I live in Surrey. The package was in Delta Warehouse, which is really far. It's like... Mm -hmm. Sorry, what was the service again? UPS. Anastas oh, Island. Yeah. It was near Anastas Island. And I'm like, you know, it's going to take me yeah. like two hours to take a bus there. That's serious, right? Like... And then luckily my friend drove me. But when she called me, she was speaking very loudly. Like, I don't think she was yelling, but her voice was very elevated. So mm -hmm. I was trying to remain calm. But biologically, I was threatened by how loud and aggressive she sounded. So I had to stop her and be like, hey, I'm really sorry, but can you please just stop yelling at me? Like, I'm just trying to let you know that... I'm trying to figure out how to get there. You close at a certain time. I'm really far away. And she's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I am not yelling at you. It is in the warehouse. And she's like going loud. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's okay. Can you just tell me what time you close? <clears throat> <laughs> and then I had to go to the post office that same day. And just people are very stressed out. You can, you can feel that vibe because it's Christmas time, people are just packing the stores, shopping and going nuts and like asking stupid questions. So these people are really worn out and like, mm -hmm. you can just tell like that I, sh I got in this girl's line and she was just like, Ugh. like you could tell she was just like, fuck, I just needed like 30 seconds. Why, bitch, did you have to step into my lane? <laughs> well, you're the only one open house. So <laughs> if you weren't, I'd go somewhere else after that reaction. But unfortunately, you're fucking stuck with me. So Eric had that experience buying belts. Oh, I heard about the belt story. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that the belt story. Hold on. The, 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 where he, stuck where with he, her. Yeah. I was stuck he, with fucking Faye. <laughs> where he stripped stripped the belt off the mannequin and said, this is the one I want. <clears> which yeah. I would have done the same thing. Right. Oh, you need a visual? Tube. It's right here. Two of them. In fact, I'll get the other one. Here's, here's the belt. I was so calm with that lady. 
I was oh, so sure. calm. Oh, she yeah. was just like asking you or saying that you could not take the one from the the mannequin, right? No, 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 no. we don't she, have she, we don't have this belt. Oh, really, right, it's right, right, right there. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, she no, she was unaware of the belt, and then when I brought it to sh to show her, it uh -huh. further confused her because it didn't have a tag on it because it was on the display. So ah, right, right, right. So yes. now she's like, "What the fuck? Like, how does this help me?" And I'm like, "I I don't know what else I can do to help you." Oh my gosh! I've, I've done every step that in in my power as the the consumer <laughs> consumer <laughs> on the consumer side that That's I can think of. Hey? Le Let's leave this in your hands. God. I uh, really do feel for people working in retail right now. But sorry, go ahead. Oh, agreed. Yeah, I, no, I would, I'm yeah, free retail. It's but, miserable. Uh, speaking of retail in this time of year, um, mm -hmm. I sent um, I sent what's her name, Amy. Yeah, that's your name. Mm -hmm. I sent her a picture of the house. So I'll send you a picture because you have of uh, no, not that one, that one. Oh, there. So I put in uh, smart bulbs outside. So I have okay. uh, green and red smart bulbs. So I'm just having. Oh, the, very uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green and red. I you know, got them already? To, what? No, I just had to put up Christmas lights. And that's just like. It was one of those things where Susan's like, I want you to put them up. And I'm like, I'll put them up, but it's like going to It's It like rained yesterday. It's supposed to rain like tomorrow. And this was like. Saturday, well, it was like Saturday or Sunday, and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get to it now until like the next day it's not raining. Mm -hmm. It's like next week. I mean, we're talking, and I got to work every day, so it's not like, you know, and it gets dark at like five, Yeah, but you, you fucking know, did it, didn't you? Oh, I did, but here's the funny part. It's, <laughs> it's exactly how the conversation went. It was yeah. like, I'm not getting up on the roof. I'm not. I'm putting my foot down. So we compromised, and I put the Christmas light up. <laughs> <laughs> happy wife, happy life, right? Serious, seriously, <laughs> you know. And my and and to be fair, I say that, but my wife is like the most like easygoing, like mm -hmm. whatever. I mean, do she has to be person. to deal with you. Absolutely, you seem like you're a bit of a firecracker. <laughs> um, well, let's 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 be clear. Hmm. Susan has an easier job than Christy. You think so? Uh, probably, mm, probably. Hmm. You kidding yeah. me? I mean, honestly, Eric, yeah. you you are very challenging sometimes. That is very true. <laughs> that is. Listen to how she said that. That's so sweet, Eric. You, you were very your, you should, challenging. You shouldn't, you shouldn't speak to your boss like that. Uh, you're not Care. my boss right now. Right now, I'm the boss. Oh shit! Because I'm so cute. <laughs> I gotta be honest. That was that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. No, but that was also like the story I had about putting the bird's nest up. Oh, yeah, you know, right. Or the bird, the whatever thing. It was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not, no, I don't have time. I'm not done, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's you know, but it's just. I want to <sighs> know right now what makes Eric so difficult to deal with. Like, what about you, aside from like never getting to the point, is so hard <laughs> to deal with about you? He always has the same tone of voice. Oh, is that a problem? No, but what I'm saying is, no, what I'm, but when you, no, here's the thing. You have, once you get to know Eric, you know that Eric talks in a very similar tone of voice all the time. He, mm -hmm. he doesn't tend to get overly riled up, but he doesn't, I mean, he's like right in the middle. And, but if you, you make know, eye contact excited. with him, you know exactly where he's coming from. Sure. No. And, and, and conversations we've had many, 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 you know, he's has fun and all that and great, but he doesn't, you know, and my point is he, he tends to come across very i'll just you sit know, here and listen to the, whole time. the psychological evaluation yeah I, I think it's awesome i actually like there is something <laughs> some quality about eric that i just always found endearing talking to him so like 
Mm-hmm. He's funny, but like he doesn't mean to be funny. It's just like the way that he talks. <laughs> it is very dry and, and I, it's very I'm monotone. Going, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going to yeah. choose to take that as a compliment. No, you sure. should. You should. I'm, no, but here's wise. the thing. I like when, it. You're a very unique person. When you the, pre- the tone of your voice, that. the tone of your voice, when you talk to people, mm-hmm. it it always sounds like he's like in deep thought when he's having this conversation. He's well, yeah. very focused when well, he, he pauses a, a lot. He pauses right a lot. because he wants to. He wants to articulate what he wants to say. He also so, likes to check his fucking wristwatch a lot. So that's the other reason he pauses because he gets easily distracted. Well, things are that shiny. That happens. Well, I used Shiny. to check shit, right? I'm not. I'm not saying that as like a negative or a positive. I'm right. just saying it as an observation. But Eric also it's has just, that fun quality, like with Richard, right? When you guys are, he has this because he like Eric likes to play devil's advocate on almost everything. Hmm. So true a lot story. of people, a lot of people, when you don't understand that, and and this could go true for anybody, when you don't like understand somebody's personality. Mm-hmm. It might get frustrating, but when you understand that if he's having a conversation with you and like he's making a point or I'm talking about something, so what he's trying to do is he kind of does the Joe Rogan thing, right? He he looks at it from another angle because mm. he wants to understand where you're coming from. It's not necessarily always I want to prove you wrong. No. He's trying to understand where you're coming from, so it can be taken sometimes a, a little fr- maybe frustrating. Not for me or us because we we know yeah, him. Yeah, you know yeah. what I find. My my favorite thing about him is that he's like so super weird. You're just such a weirdo, Eric. But it's it's not oh, in a okay. bad way. It's like a no. it's like a fun quirky <laughs> you're, way. You're eccentric. There's weird creepy, which is yeah. not what I think you are. And then there's weird yeah eccentric. Thank goodness. Hold on. Thank you. Today is uh, December eighth, and we've evaluated and decided Eric is delightfully quirky. Yeah. And he's not weird creepy. No. no. And That's you know what? Tape. He knows a lot of cool music, which I mm-hmm. always love. I always love when people have like a lot of good, they know a lot of good music stuff because I can absorb from them. He's knowledgeable. You know what I mean? Like about a lot of stuff. Feeling good about myself right now. Good. I appreciate you should. You, too. you should. We, uh, we've given way, you quite Amy. a bit of mental masturbation, so mm. you should be fine. I, I, uh, I, I will uh, use it later. Um, by the <laughs> way, Amy, Mike, Mike doesn't like Christmas music. Mike doesn't like No, I didn't say that. Music. I didn't say that. Sorry, said, no, no, you're, let's, there you let's go. be what more did I say? You'll let me, say let, me be, let me be more accurate. Sure, I will let you do that. Um, Mike doesn't like Boney M. Oh. I was listening to like Boney M yesterday. I played it and you didn't like it. No, okay. It wasn't a matter uh, of not liking it. I said I like Christmas music, but I don't I don't really care who sings the song. I don't really yeah. think they sound all that much different, so I just enjoy it. So I don't really go, <laughs> Oh, you know what? I love the version of Michael Blue Blaze, Oh Holy Night. I don't fucking care who um, sang it. By it's the on. way, speaking of Michael Blue Blaze Christmas remakes, he did a remake of the Mariah Carey All I'm on for Christmas is You song and it's shit. Did he really? Let me just say it is absolute shit. The original uh, is the best. I'm sorry. Well, I was just throwing that name out there. I don't even know if you ever well, sang one. But you thanks really, for letting me know. really popped open a can of worms there because I have a bad beef with this song. Well, here's the fun. Okay. I, have a, I have this innate ability to do that. I didn't yeah. even intend to do it. It's fantastic. It's because uh, <laughs> you're a cunt. <laughs> I am. I know. I also find that to be delightfully quirky. The cuntiness? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Sometimes I just have negative feelings and I just express them immediately and then I'm, I laugh it off and everybody laughs and I'm like, all right, cool. We can move past this now. 
Yay, True. fun. I can't even find it. Do I have to go on, U- on the YouTube? Oh, there it is. Hold on. What are oh, you boy. looking at? He's going to play it is what he's going to do. Oh. It, all, all I want for Christmas? Yeah, the Michael Bublé one. All I want for Christmas is you. You know the Mariah Carey song? No. Uh, what? Oh, oh like, one really cool. Those... Christmas is you. What? You don't know that song? Are you freaking kidding me? Gay. <laughs> so fucking gay. The 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 tempo is all wrong, Eric. Shut up, Michael. Go sing another one. I didn't one. say anything. Not you, Michael Bublé. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> Wrong, Michael. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? How dare you take my dreams? <laughs> you, I want to talk. Him, I want to shut right. up because he's ruining that song. Oh, by the way, nice. I do go. like the lights. I like the lights, Eric. That looks really cool. Yeah, they look wicked, right? And they're RGB, yeah. so they can change all the colors. You can change yeah, them to whatever you want all year round. Although so Griffin sweet. said, because he was oh, he's, yeah. he was super jacked about the idea that he can do like Halloween colors. So he's like, how do we orange and black? I'm like, ugh, shit. I don't think we can do black, buddy. So I'm gonna have to find out if we can do black. Orange and it. purple is good Halloween colors. Orange and purple, yeah. Oh no, we'll, do they, we'll figure do they it have out. Brown? Do they have brown bulbs? Yep. Huh, no, these go. ones do 16 million colors. You can do anything in the spectrum of color. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, they're wild. Oh yeah. How dude, did you get all the wild. way up there to do that? Ladder. Haven't you, you seen Eric? He's like eleven feet tall. Well, I have. I've hugged him. I actually was at his dick height when I hugged him. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Susan was at his brown. knee. Susan was at his knees. I'm six two. I'm not that tall. I know you're, you're not. Tall. I'm, I'm five you ten. Are. You're you're I'm five ten. You're not that well. I was just kidding. Oh, I'm five taller. feet. So he's huge. To oh me. Jesus. You're so you're so eeny meeny that you make my wife look tall. She's five three. Yeah, that's like my mom's height. That's Jesus. pretty good. Jesus. Christy's you are you are a little yeah, I was gonna say Christy's are I knew Susan, Christy and Susan were very similar height wise. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I'm well, sure. So brown. Let's see if I can do brown. If not, Brown. that's super racist. Oh, yeah. That could be offensive. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start a movement, guys. What's the movement? Where would uh, I do movement? Brown. Saturation of <laughs> 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 Oh, I'm a, a I am a huge, I am a huge fan of that movement, okay? It's very Somebody cleansing. likes fiber. It's <laughs> cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> I have the worst digestive system because I eat like shit. Oh no, you need more oh, yeah. celery in your life. I think I, I think yeah. I got brown. No, that's kind of orangish. I don't I don't mm. know if a brown light would be appealing. That sounds kind of gross. Well, yeah, mm. then, but now we're stuck on Halloween because keep in mind this is what Griffin wants. But not brown he's, and orange. He's, well, what other options are there? Purple there and purple. orange would probably be way better. Yeah, I think purple. Yeah, purple. Then I, brown I and could orange, they could, they would basically blend into the same color if they were light. There's purple. Somebody's, I wonder if somebody's watching this outside of my house. Probably not. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Just say going, you smoke some fuck? weed and you're high. What are they going to do? What the fuck? What, why? Why? Look, hey. You know some guy across the street is going, hey, hun, come here. Come here. Look at this. Is it me? That that was green and fucking red. 
And now, it's, and, now, and, now, and now it's like orange and shit brown. Oh my god, people are I'm, gonna start I, thinking well, they have dementia and shit. I, I'm no, I'm, but the thing is, I'm just playing with one light, you know. Oh, <laughs> hey guys, across the street, going. Wallet. Hope he didn't. I hope he didn't pay for that because that shit looks like shit. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. What you're doing right what now is like just, some real psychopath stuff. Just, <laughs> just fucking with people. We're gonna strobe light it. Oh. <laughs> no, um, it's not a rave. <laughs> by the way, uh, Eric, by the way, those Sennheiser headphones way. are phenomenal. I wore them phenomenal. at work today. They're yeah, yep. they're, they're noise canceling, and like yep. a couple of the guys tried to say hi to me, and I didn't even realize they were there until I looked. Wait, wait, wait a minute. That, I, wait a minute. Time out. I don't think I was. First of all. I don't think it's because of noise canceling headphones. You were flat out ignoring them. Okay. No, I don't, promise. Don't I didn't lie. hear them. The first time is actually before I even started because I was doing my, I was washing my my new Starbucks mug that I got, which is super cute. And why were you having your noise canceling headphones on while you were washing Starbucks cup in your work? Because I. Just, You're not gonna have a conversation with people. I just got off the bus and I walked right in and I didn't see. Sunday's a dead day usually, and nobody's there when I first get there. They're not there till like noon or so. Mm. But one of the guys was there, so he like. Not on Sunday. Nobody works. Nobody works at noon. They only work at eight. What? Hmm. On a Sunday, there's no there's no twelve o'clock crew. No, no, no. I'm just saying when they go at, like they go on their first call, they don't show up until like noonish. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like if for they their come lunch, back middle of the day type thing. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Usually nobody is there when I first get there, but someone was there today. I'm going with Eric. It doesn't seem very safe, but okay. No, every time I see those guys, I shit you not, I always give them a hug. I always ask them, ask them how they're doing. They're just the nicest fucking people you could imagine. They're Apparently, so the... are you. Yeah. You give people hugs all the time? Oh, yeah, every day. Every day. Hugs are the drug at work. Every Like, few of the drivers, before I got, they I got, leave. I got to be, I got I to gotta get on this at work. Hugs? Just start walking. Yeah, just walk around hugging people. Yeah, it's just so walk up good. And just... It just gives a oh, little, everybody a little boost, and plus, I'm super cute. It's all boys. Okay. Boys no. like pretty girls. You know. Oh, how it I was goes. gonna. I was. I was gonna say. Actually, the fact that you said that's kind of funny because I was gonna say, oh, geez. Amy yeah, K I'm not oblivious. Oh, geez. Amy K providing boners to all the work staff. <laughs> <laughs> let's, be, let's be careful. This that's is, their this is our work environment. Yeah, uh, I know. I. It's, um, it's purely just a nice thing from my end, okay? So, well, I, I don't not saying that they take it as it isn't. I just mean that you got I to know. be careful because it isn't always the pleats in the pants, okay? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's true. I give me a hug. This you're is like, biology. This is something that we like. We have to be like, quiet about. You can't talk about it. But it's oh my, like, you're like five life. feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> You know so, what? So, I was climbing hmm. really high shelves last week, and I organized so much like big stuff, like cable yeah. and these big metal boxes. Yeah, I feel pretty cool. Like I, I really well, like. It's because you're a leprechaun, you can leap right up there and hide in there. <laughs> yeah, was, I just have a good time cleaning up and organizing and making everything sure everything's good. It's I think nice. that's called that's called OCD. Yeah, definitely. But it's being it's called, put to it's good called use. It's called it's her job. Mm-hmm, that too. That too. That too. That's in the um, job. Okay, so, so uh, okay, let's let's talk about the topic that we actually wanted. Sure. To, can we get? Are we good with that, John? Because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm dying to get it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, we're done with the boner talks. Okay, let's talk about. <laughs> 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 
cherry. <laughs> so I did give Mike the heads up on the circumstance recently, and he said he was familiar with the name to some degree. Obviously not probably to the same degree that we, you know, we know him up here. Right. So, um, and he said he, he, he read up, a, well, Mike, you can say, you, you read up a little on this recent circumstance, right? Right, yes, yes. Okay. How do we want to jump into this okay. one, so Ms. let me Amy? start this. B- yeah. Basically, w- what was the the statement of contention? You had said something. We disagreed that he should have been fired, right? You think he should have been? So, what, okay, so I put, okay, so let's, yeah, let's go to my post, because there's an oh. Instagram post that I made. And you commented on this. Well, let's let's wait till and actually do a chit chat on this one, and let me find it so that we can. Um, I mean, I I know of what I know of what the quote it. was. I mean, I I, I know. So Don, know. okay, so Don Jerry, so, so yeah, so right, right. That's it. That's all you need to know. So Don, because... so so the quote that I the, so the Instagram post I put was the National Post headline was Don Cherry fired. By Sportsnet, so that's his employer, over mm-hmm. um, You People Rant. You People Rant, mm-hmm. right. About the poppies. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which is the very important context that people just decided to throw out the window. Yeah, and then, and then my comment was, I just said, I'm definitely not one to be sensitive, but his comments earned this or this being his firing and i said cherry has also expressed that he's quote-unquote hurt for being terminated on remembered state effectively playing some kind of victim card which is totally and then you and then your comment was your reaction to this is definitely sensitive and he didn't say anything wrong Mm-mm. don't fall for the spin it wasn't that kind, it wasn't that big of a deal no kidding he's hurt when he said when all he said was people should wear a poppy because people Paid in to enjoy their lives. That includes us, Ugg. So, so why don't you comment on what you thought I meant? I just didn't. I, I just disagreed with the idea that he should have been fired, and that what he said earned that. So, I disagreed with your premise entirely. Okay. And then I think I was also responding to that headline. The whole thing was really just stupid to me. I, I mean. I really don't think he said anything that was particularly harmful. I think it's fair to to urge people to have respect for the holiday due to the, mm-hmm. the fact that we experience freedom because of those things and sacrifices people made. And I can understand someone of his age from the time that he grew up having those thoughts in that way particularly, which I don't think people take into account. Like, these people grew up in way rougher times than we even know. Yeah, okay. So, <clears throat> so let's talk. I, I just want to sort of dissect a little bit here, if, okay. if that's okay. So, yeah. so you said your reaction is sensitive. I, I'm not being sensitive because all, I, all I'm saying is his comments earned his firing. I'm not saying I agree or disagree. And I was actually specific in my language because... Whether I agree or disagree is sort of moot to my point, and I don't say irrelevant, but, but it's not what I was. You are agreeing by by no, stating no, I, no, that no, that no, was no. Earned. I'm saying it, it. No, I'm saying it earned it. What I'm saying That's your is, opinion, though. 
Yeah. Well, of course it is. But what I'm I'm not saying he should have been fired. What I'm saying is he earned it. In this day and age, you say stuff like that, you're going to get fired. Whether it's right or wrong, and we can get into that in a moment, what I'm saying is that's why like he earned it. Like you say stuff like that, you're you're going to get suspended, you're going to get fired. He has a body of work that has right, led up to this. Objectively, that is a very poor way to manage the situation based on factors and like how that's going to work long term. If this is the course of action that's going to be taken over people getting sensitive over just a couple of string of words put together. So again, I'm not going to say I agree or disagree. I'm just making the comment that like he earned it. Like he he earned his firing by saying that. Like when you say you people come over here, you're very clear. And I don't agree at all, at all with anyone who's, who wants to suggest that he was being racist because whether he was or not, he didn't say it. So let's not ascribe what we think he might have said. He was saying stuff specifically about immigrants. Yeah, he, but it's that's so, fine it's clear too. Like that is that was the point because it was a specific area he was referring to in which there were a lot of immigrants. And yeah, you people, because Canadians don't need to be told to respect the fucking holiday. But th- but that's untrue. <laughs> I, I haven't worn a poppy for probably a year or two. Like I just I just haven't. So if he's because here's the other thing too, he has now made two statements since that time. And the first one, almost right away afterwards, he backed his statement up saying, I meant what I said. There's a radio call in that he, he did. And then almost a week later or so, he act, or two weeks later, he's backed out of it. Have you heard that he's actually backed out of this? Backed out of he's, what? He's backed out of, out of his saying this you people thing? Yeah. And he actually said, well, what I meant to say was everybody. And one week he goes, I was all ready to tell Sportsnet that I was going to, in the next coach's corner, apologize for saying it and that I didn't mean it. That's actually, there's a video of that. So he has doubled down and then almost right away backed out of it. So that's probably lawyers and shit though, right? For what? He's been fired. Like, and, and he didn't say anything defamatory. To, no like there's idea. no lawyer. There's no legal it could thing. Be, it could be, who is it? Sportsnet, right? He's fired. He's done. Like he's not, no, he's but not that's coming the back. company, right? Sportsnet. Sportsnet who's who he worked for. Yeah. Okay, so maybe Sportsnet is telling him to behave. Maybe he did change his mind. Like, regardless, whatever's happening now is not the point. I don't think he said anything that was that damaging, even if he was referring to it a certain way, or for for people who were not Canadian. Like, there is an us versus you thing, not versus. There is an us and there is a you, you know, or there's an us and there's a them. Like, that's just how it goes. There are divisions, there are borders, there are things that separate us, and that's fucking okay. I don't know why there's a negative connotation to immigrants. It's okay to say, hey, you could kind of, like, have some respect here considering you're coming here and taking advantage or, you know, like, improving your lives because we're here for you. I don't think, I think it's unreasonable at all, to be quite honest. I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that sentiment, but you have to articulate it in that way. And that's not how he, how he articulated it. Well, of course not. He, he didn't have the time to sit there and explain it. He just said whatever came to his mind in the quickest way, because that's what we do. We like to shorten and refine our communication, right? That's kind of the problem with being a TV broadcaster, though, is if you're going to say well, things like I, that, I, it's gonna, I, it I is dis- going to be a little bit more... He's been a TV broadcaster for 40 years. Okay. He is he he and Ron McLean are both well suited to in their short clips to be able to articulate things very quickly. Sure. In 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 a way that is 
far better suited than okay, he did. Okay, but that was now, like a truth that came out, which I don't think, had he been more cognizant, would have put it that way. Like I, I think that, that you know, I think when you have somebody that's, that's supposed to be that level of professional, and which is what he's supposed to be, you should expect a high standard of dialogue. Yeah, but he's also a human being. He's getting fucking old. He's losing Yeah, well, then like, maybe that's... But, and that's a fair point, too. Maybe that means he's done. He's yeah, 85 years old. So. Yeah, and and so. that was it. That's And, and it, I will say that it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that the 85-year-old man who is the... You know, like the... the yeah, fucking grandpa over there will say shit. Like, just go talk for a little bit and you'll get some weird shit out of him. Like, that's sort of what he's getting to be. It's unfortunate that a man who is general body of work is highly regarded, myself included, would have a moment like this that sort of sullies it a little bit, or at least his exit from broadcasting. I just wish they didn't do it on Remembrance Day. That's all. My only real complaint is that they fired him on Remembrance Day. You guys, come on. You could have done it a day before or a day after. Give the guy a break. He just thought he was telling people to have respect for the holiday and blah, blah, blah. That is what he thought in that moment. I don't think he meant to be hurtful at all. I just don't think that's something based on. I don't think men, most of the time he meant to be, but does but does that matter? Because in in all that I'm case, all I'm saying is beca- don't fire him on Remembrance Day, but they already did, so that just kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. especially for him, because like obviously that was important to him. I think that's well, not only that, but he he is and has been a staunch supporter of Canadian troops. Forever. Yeah, of course. He's always been a highly regarded um, individual when it comes to that. I don't know. I think this, this like, fucking television broadcasting whole entire thing just gets a little ridiculous. Too many rules, too many regulations. Sometimes, like, people are going to have real moments, like, and... I don't know if punishing them is the right way to go about it, especially if you're going to sit around and talk about free speech being important. There's just a lot of weird inconsistencies in a lot of the way this yeah, stuff but, but operates. Free speech and, but free speech and uh, a private organization are not, they're not the same thing, right? I don't know. I just think it sets a bad precedent, regardless whether it is or isn't. Because a lot of people watch and absorb that stuff. There's behaviors and ideas they're going to get from that stuff, too. And I just don't like the idea of being so sensitive to, like, a couple of words that you will just totally take a man's career away like that. You well, know? his career is almost done. No, I totally I mean, understand he's that. He's 80 years old. But he's not the only person who's gotten in trouble for, like, something that's pretty mild. I, the only thing I, I don't understand, just because I don't, uh, again, I'm not in the middle of it, is mm-hmm. when he said, you know, that you people need to, and, and I don't disagree. I think anybody, and I feel the same way with immigration here. If you want to come to America, and I'm, I'm very fine with that, through the legal channels, become part of our society, and contribute like everybody else, and have that dream, I'm 100% for that. Mm-hmm. That's what I want you to do. Um, I understand where he's coming from, but I don't understand what prompted for him to think that immigrants aren't supporting the military. Oh, he was talking about okay. taking a walk around some okay. city 
I think mm-hmm. he was in Toronto or something, and he was talking okay. about some street that he was on, and nobody was wearing a poppy, and then he okay. started going off on some okay. rant. It wasn't no, just like out of nowhere. Sense. He was telling like some story right. about being out and like communicating okay. with people about something okay. or other. No, that's the only part I didn't understand. The con- I knew about the poppies, and I knew mm. about the comments, but I didn't understand why it was brought up, but now I understand that. Okay, yeah. so that so the, the, the problem, of course, Sportsnet, just, just like it would happen here. Um, just like any corporation, mm-hmm. something like that, regardless of whether we think it's an overreaction or not, it's going to be a problem mm-hmm. just because that's going to happen anywhere. But I mean, I understand that. We are, we already yeah. understand the climate in that sure. regard. I'm talking sure. about the behavior overall and the reaction overall. It's just, it's it's disproportionate. And I think that it's overblown. And I just don't think that this is a way to publicly deal with things that we find unfavorable. You know what I mean? Like, right. have a discussion or at least do it properly in a way that it's, like, nice for everybody. Let's make it easy for everybody, even though it's going to be difficult to do regardless. Like, I just don't get right. the need to add further weight onto a situation that's already heavy, no matter well, what pe- way that is. That's because there's because there's a significant part of society that wants to feel that way. They want to feel that, 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 that people don't like immigrants, so they want to turn it into people saying, you see, you see, right there, that's what we're talking about. When, when you're talking about, you're, in the general climate of things, just like here, most people that I know and most people that I've heard are not against immigrants. They have an issue with illegal immigration and some of the situations coming in, but it's not about... I don't want you to be here to make a better life. It's I want you to do this appropriately. In combination with this actual problem is the fact Mm -hmm. that when you get so good at manufacturing outrage, what you're doing is you're manufacturing engagement with whatever your platform is. So the more of this drama bullshit that you can manufacture, the more engagement you're going to get and the more audience you're going to get. Because people love Uh, that kind of stuff too, right? uh, Let me interject for you for a second. Let's stick on Cherry because I don't disagree. Right, 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 right. But let's say if you stick on Cherry mm-hmm. in his body of work for decades now, mm-hmm. he has consistently made comments about and it's and even within just the, the context of hockey, has consistently made comments on quote unquote the others. So you know, mm. immigrants or whatever. So okay. like he he was hard for a long time. Uh, you know, for a very long time, and he softened on this, but he was very hard on players coming to North America, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and he would slag on them for all kinds of things. They're soft. He even made comments at one point, and mm-hmm. and, and and I can't remember the specifics on like their look. Like, look, they all look the same. Like all these Russian players with their noses and their like this. He actually made comments like that. So if we just stick on Cherry for a moment, and not outrage culture and all this because like the three of us I think we'd all probably sit very easily but on, this is like on, emblematic on, of that that's why no I, 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 I agree and I think that maybe if we're going to kind of bring that in a little bit mm-hmm. perhaps that amplifies some of it but if you talk Cherry himself like mm-hmm. him making a comment about immigrants or sort of the, the other is in line with what he has sort of commented on mm-hmm. both in sort of like socially, but also within hockey for a long time. Like when Russians first started coming in to the NHL in 
the eighties, late eighties, so early nineties. Fired a long time ago. Then they just kept because because them on. He, well, there's also sort of that. He's he's been that firebrand that mm. has been great because he he sits next to Ron McLean, mm-hmm. who's this very easygoing. Um, he they're they're they play off one another, and it's been this thing that you know oh. Cherry stays on because he says shit and people tune in to see what's he going to say next. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that sort of thing. And it's just, it finally came to a head where like, that's it. He, he, he went over the line one too many times. It was on sort of on a social piece that was outside of hockey for the last time. He's done that a few times when it was, whenever it was within hockey, people are like, whatever, that's within hockey. Fuck, who cares? Mm-hmm. He's not commenting on the world. Um, but when he started making social Comment. Whenever he's made a social comment, he's people are like, "Okay, that's out of bounds, buddy." So I mm-hmm. think that, like, again, when we talk on just the specifics of Cherry, that this is like the bodywork finally said, "You know what? If you stayed within hockey, if if the comment was made within hockey, like if he's, I bet you if he said something like, you know, there's these players that come." You know, they come here, they've only been for a year or two, they make all this money in the NHL in Canada, and, you know, I'd love to see them enter the rink, you know, wearing a poppy. Like, you come here and you you, you, you don't make this kind of money in Russia or Czechoslovakia or whatever, or, or the Czech Republic, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody would say peep. They wouldn't say a word. Mm-hmm. But when it's regular citizens on the street, that's where I think where people go, yeah, this is fuck, Jerry. Like, you, you, that's where you're going outside of the right. your boundaries, right? So I think that again, your comments are 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 well put. When we talk cherry specifically, I think that's the biggest problem is he's done it for so long that it's like yeah, he's uh, also old and he's losing his like the older you get, the less you give a shit and the less you're going to restrict yourself. I just think it was a I think it was a good time for the the relationship with Sportsnet to end. Like he was just fucking old. He's done. Yeah, he needs to do his own podcast or something. But like, I don't think I don't think he's. He can't do that. The they they could have easily suspended him for a week to prove a point. Nah. No, they could have. What yeah. I'm saying is they could have mm-hmm. and said, you know, they, they didn't have to go the far, regardless of comments in the past. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, they didn't have to do that. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have. I'm just saying they didn't have to. They could have put him on a two-week suspension or right. to, to, to show society, hey, we don't agree with what he says and we're going to punish him this way. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I kind of I agree to the point that I don't think his comments were necessarily specifically intended to offend people. I think he was being pro Canada, pro military. Which he's I, very much both of those, r- yeah. right? Which I, you showed me that, and I've definitely seen yeah. some of his outfits. He's very pro Canada, so I do understand from that aspect that I don't think his comments were necessarily coming from a bad place. I think he articulated them poorly, and I think you're right, Eric. You could have you could have even said, "I just wish people in general," because I'm sure that I mean he could probably be, have a beef with Canadians that don't support the military by wearing a poppy. And so he probably, just, and you know what? He probably he probably will. does. And had he probably used it as an open general statement, and again without the others by making it for specific reasons, now people have to question well, what do you mean others, right? Because that's what mm. he's doing by doing that, as opposed to saying, "Listen." You live in Canada, and this this covers everybody clearly. You live in Canada, whether you're a citizen or not, you should be supporting the military for the sacrifice because of the freedoms you afford. I don't think anybody would have a problem with you saying that. But the minute no, you get not. specific, and then, of course, 
then here comes here comes the politically correct machine. And that that unfortunately is gonna chew and spit you out, especially in now the climate now. But well and, and I think know. not even just the politically correct machine. I think even to the point right. that and he's sure. and he's come out and said I, you know, I should have said everybody, like referring to all Canadians, anyone who's right. in this country should wear a poppy. And I think it's not even just a politically correct machine. You know, there's even the, so what are you separating sure. that, that, a, that a new immigrant or whatever should wear a poppy, but you're not going to say to that guy over there who's 30 or 40 years old who's not wearing a poppy and is, was born and raised in Canada? Like, I think that's not even, like, a military person might go, like, why are you differentiating? Like, actually, maybe that person who's been here for a long time and before, was, was born here and his parents were born here. Like, there might be, and, I, you know, I'm taking that a bit on the far side of that point, oh, but... but like, you know, like they might say, why are you differentiating, right? Um, right. Well, that was the problem. Amy, the, yeah, there, there, that is was another, the problem. there is another piece of this, and, and, and Mike, you might not know this, and Amy, I, I don't know what your familiarity with this, but Don Cherry also worked for CBC for a long time. So he's only worked for Sportsnet for, it, it, I could look this up, I won't right now, three or four years, four or five years, okay. because Hockey Night in Canada, which is the show that he's been on, Coach's Corner mm -hmm. on Hockey Night in Canada, mm -hmm. is what he's done for a long, 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 long time. That's That's has been his thing. And mm -hmm. Hockey Night in Canada and the rights for NHL was with CBC for the longest time. Sports that only acquired them recently, like I said, four or five years ago. So his employer's only been sports in it. Now, there's a big difference. Huge difference in employer. CBC is a Canadian crown corporation. Sportsnet's private. Sportsnet mm -hmm. is actually owned by Rogers, the um, the largest cell phone company. They have, don't they have the and, arena and too up there, the Rogers Center? Is that what it is? The yeah, so they name them. There's a Rogers Center. Right. There's actually three of them. There's one in Toronto, one in mm -hmm. Edmonton, and one here. So they, okay. they're, they're, the, they're our biggest um, telecommunications company, mm -hmm. and they own Sportsnet amongst many other things. So very different company as well. So CBC has, the funny thing is being Crown Corporation and, and you know government of Canada, they actually give more leeway to things than private organizations do. You'll actually see things on CBC that you won't see on other channels. Mm. So he's been getting away with in part for a long time because they're not as beholden to the corporate machine and of course the corporate machine is very sensitive to people saying things like that right we know it's like oh you said something advertisers don't like it get the fuck out mm. right and before mm -hmm. cbc they had advertising but they also were so heavily subsidized by the canadian government for and continue to be that there's a, there's a different sort of piece there okay what was he doing on uh, so cbc again what's that not hockey stuff Don Cherry. Sorry. No, it no, was no. Had, it was Hockey Night in Canada, right? So Hockey Night in so, Canada, the rights for it was owned and by CBC for the longest time. Sportsnet uh, acquired it four or right. five years ago. So what I'm saying is empl his employer, for most of his being a broadcaster, right. was CBC. That's only been Sportsnet for a short amount of time. Okay. Short amount of time in, in the length of his career. I think he's been broadcasting for 40 years. And of that 40 years, like 35 of it was with the CBC. Oh, okay. A part of so me looks that, at it and that's, say, because there were some comments that I read in some, because I was reading some articles about it. And of course, you know, I try to take the slant out of the articles, just trying to get a gauge of what the 
situation was, right? But a lot of the comments, too, that I read on supporters are, listen, and, and this, is, this is not uncommon to say, hey, you know what? I watch Hockey Night in Canada for hockey. I don't really give two craps about what somebody's political opinions are. I'm not watching a political show. If I was, then I'd have a problem if I didn't like that. But, you know, it's like, it's not like he was on, was he on Hockey Night when he said it? Yes. Yeah, he was in Coach's okay. Corner. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, the problem is you intertwine it. I, I think, and don't get me wrong, I think if, had he said this out uh, in the general public, it was a dinner and somebody interviewed him, I still think you could get the backlash. But I think you put it in a context of now on, you brought this to the show of hockey. But that's the that's thing is, he's always, right. but this has yeah. been him. In Coach's right. Corner, he's always, he's always said things controversial. Out, like mostly within hockey, and in mm-hmm. hockey, he said very controversial things. Um, but he's made social commentary on Coach's Corner for. This, this okay. is not the first time. This okay. is absolute, like, it is, this is par for the course for him. Yeah. But, okay. So it's, you know, we, you can go back to some of the points you're making too, Amy, and we, we could get into that. And I, we're, we're probably all going to just sort of have a little circle jerk of, of agreeing around, you know, outrage culture and, you know, oh, like I, the sensitivity yeah, of that. things and, and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's just why in this one I stand up a little bit because, you know, Don Cherry is, a, is, a, is sort of a, is a very unique circumstance that sits, I think, apart from the things you're talking about. That's, that's, what, that's where I'll get into there in this one and sort of defend his firing, if you will. I don't, I don't know if that's the, the right way, but... I, I I think that that the, the fact that he got fired is not shocking. I, in the in in the no. culture we yeah, live I'm in not now, really right? In the in the corporation you're dealing with involved in it, they're they're not look. They're going to distance themselves from controversy. That that he that's going to happen here anywhere. If, if I totally. if I went if I went on a rant like a rant per se, like Twitter rant or Facebook rant, and my employer saw that, they could fire me if they did because they don't agree with it. And I'm an at-will employee. And the First Amendment does not apply. It applies against government persecution. That's right. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you, know, you, look at, yeah. you, you look at this podcast, you know, Amy's podcast, you know, mm-hmm. this one that we do, the three of us now on this one, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, you know, we have to be careful what we say on this one. Like, for example, there was a circumstance at work and I was joking about it with my boss in, you know, a backroom thing. I won't even say whether it was a positive, negative circumstance or whatever. But he jokingly said, ah, you, should talk, you should talk about that in your podcast. And I'm like, I paused. He's like, of course I'm joking. I'm like, yeah. He's like, because that would get you in shit. And I'm like, I know. I would never talk that in my podcast. Like, because you have to do that. You have to, we have right. to be careful about what we're doing because, you know, especially me, I'm in management. But mm-hmm. regardless, like, you know, things like podcasts or social media. Like, if you, if you look at like our social media policy, and I'm sure that your employer as well, Mike, has. Yep. An unbelievably long drawn out, clear yep. um, social media policy that makes it clear. You know, the three of us cannot go on social media and mm-hmm. say barely do anything when it comes to our employers because, like, that is like super sensitive these days with with, with employers, right? Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I've never mentioned my employer on this stuff, and I've I have no reference on any of my social media in any way, shape, or form you know, of where I work and what I do. Yeah. And I don't have any, I don't have any job discussions on social media at all, or really here other than a generalized what we do. 
kind of thing. Totally, because it, it would yeah, never be. I mean, and, and, and it would never be. Would, it would never be negative because, man, sure. if yeah. you know, like if you, if you, if you did that, like you're just you're asking for yourself to get in trouble, and it's just it's so easy to avoid it, right? Sure, it absolutely is. No, I for years when I first got on Facebook, I had where I worked on there, and my dad was like, honestly. You should take that off. And this was before, I mean, this is, we're talking a long time ago. I didn't, you know, before, before I was very active on it, before I would post a lot of memes, that was not what I did, you know, five, six, seven years ago. So, you know, he was, even that was way before that. He's like, you should take that off just on the pure and simple fact that there's no business. You don't want any business saying that they're associated with you just because of what you put on there and because of their, whatever their opinions are. And I'm like, smart, took it off. I've never regretted it. You know, it, it just, but yeah. So I, I mean, I understand, I think we all understand how and why it happens. It's a, I, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, well, that kind of makes sense, but it also is a, it's still kind of an unfortunate thing. I still think, I kind of agree with Amy, especially in the beginning when you said, you know, this could be a learning moment for people. This could be something that, you know, Yes. You know, how it's handled could help not only say Don Cherry be a little more sensitive to how his conversations go, but which might also reflect onto the older community who watched Don Cherry as well, right. as well as just showing that, look, there is compassion and people can be contrite and people can. Now, he wasn't contrite right away, so I'm not saying that, but I'm saying people can learn no matter how old they are. And I don't think, even though he has he has specifically said in the past, you know, about specific things, I don't think his comments were coming from an overly negative place. I understand what he was probably trying to relay. It was just an extremely poor choice to say it. I do agree that I do think it's not fair sometimes that you're going to demonize somebody for for words. Yeah, you I know? also just think like let's Ooh, just all words. understand that everybody's going to be upset. Sure. Sportsnet's going to be upset. Don Cherry's yep. going to be upset. All right, that's cool. Let's not make a big deal about the fact that, oh my God, Don Cherry got butt hurt. No, it's not butt hurt. He's upset. Of course he's going to be upset. And Sportsnet is not happy with him. But sure. still, let's deal with the emotions and just amicably end things, end the relationship properly. Well, the one thing you said earlier, and I thought this when I was reading the articles, by the way, so I will say I agree with you, is... I think it was extremely petty to fire him on Remembrance Day. Yeah, I think that, that was, was crappy. Was I mean, number me. one, you know a guy who's very into the military. He's very into that day. I don't think it was necessary yeah. to specifically fire him on that day. That, to me, was a big F you. And I think that was, to me, honestly, that was unprofessional. I don't like that. That was unnecessary. You could have waited a day or it could have done a day before. Yeah, but exactly. you chose that day and, and you have to know if we think that, they knew it. And like businesses I, are shut you know, down that day. So it's kind of weird that you, you specifically yeah. fired him on that day. No, no that, that, that just goes no, that just goes to prove they did it for the point. Yeah, and I thought, petty. well, that's kind of lame mm -hmm. because now I, I mean my first thing I my first thing that I thought when I read that was, well, that's pretty lame. I'm not not the firing. But you want to be that petty and you want to fire him on Remembrance Day because the guys were so into the military and that's where this came from? Mm -hmm. Well, that's actually kind of lame. And for a large company, I expect more professionalism than that, though. Yeah, I do. Too. You could have done it a day later and a day before. It would have made no difference, meaning mm -hmm. he's still fired. The masses are appeased because the evil devil is gone. You <laughs> did it on that. You did it on that day. Mm -hmm. And that to me is like, to me, that's where I look at that. And I look at that and go, well, that tells me more about your company. Yeah. You're an asshole. 
poop. You're an, regardless of what he said, you're still an asshole because you chose to like, do this. Like he's old, and it's like that could have been just like the last break they would have given him. He's not well, getting no. a break, right? No. But to like, to me, to me, no. What it was is you like the military. I'm firing you on 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 Remembrance Day, and quite yeah. frankly, that's exactly what it was. And for a large company. That's too. That you're too petty for that. Don't be petty. Yeah. That's crappy. You I could have done it a day before, and it would have been just as much impact. But you wanted to send a message, and I thought it's an unnecessary message. You wanted to. You want to hit the heart of the matter. You want to not only fire him. I want to fire him on Remembrance Day. Why he got in trouble for this? I want to prove my point even more. Which and this I don't know. Is why I think Trump that's is going to get elected again. <laughs> hmm? Not necessarily disagreeing with that. <laughs> I mean. It, it, you push hard enough and people get kind of tired. I feel like and, I'm just going to yeah. lean right. I'm just going to lean right into anything that's happening right now politically. Whatever. Just it's going to happen. Resistance <laughs> is futile. Just let it play out. This is just how it's going to go. Are we ready? Everybody hold hands because it's going to be a little rough for a bit. <laughs> There's going to be some turbulence. So yeah, <laughs> it, yeah it's just. Well, yeah, it's it, fucking just, kumbaya just time. It, Set your shit aside. Hold everybody's hand and just pray oh, to the fucking Lord I, if he's up there that it ends up I, okay. I, I, I literally, I literally laugh though. Like everything that's going on down here, I laugh hysterically about because whether I agree or disagree with what's necessarily happening, mm. I'm honestly loving the show. Because yeah, quite, because quite frankly, whether you like or don't like Trump, which is fine, I have no problem when people don't like him. I get there's plenty of reasons why not, and I'm not saying you should. I'm saying how everybody else has been acting, and these are the people in charge. Yeah, that's been pretty it, rough. You, you, well, know, yeah. you, know, you know what? I'm yeah. increased seeing this in this, mm. you know, this pivot we've made here. Mm-hmm. You know, this drives me up the wall. Hmm. Just insane, bananas crazy, hmm. is that regardless of who gets brought up, so look, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up a guy who has no business being the next president, sure. zero business, and that's Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yeah. He has no business. He's, for every reason you can think of, Sure. that has nothing to do with, with his political ideology. Creepy if he took Joe every. Right. If, yeah, if you took every bit of his political ideology mm-hmm. away, because I think that if you said, let's let's not talk about what we disagree or agree with in his mm-hmm. political ideology. Okay, so that's gone. Every other thing that is actually relevant. So there's a lot of shit that gets talked about in these campaigns that's irrelevant. Right. That somehow people make want to make relevant, which is just unreal. There's no reason, there's nothing that... that that he should be the president of the United States. So, but here's here's the thing. All of that being said, um, there's people that will support him because they're on his side of the aisle. And it's, sure. it's just yeah. silliness. Just like there's people, just as much, that regardless of his flaws or whatever, will support Trump just because sure. he is, you know, he's got the tie on that is, and sorry, mm-hmm. Republicans blue or red, remind me. Uh, it's red. Uh, red, red, red. red thank you. It's op- mm-hmm. It's opposite of ours. Yeah, it's opposite here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Our liberals are red and mm-hmm. our conservatives are blue. <laughs> anyway, they, so, you know, just because he wears a red tie, people go, "That's uh, that's my guy," and 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 that's the the horseshit that needs to stop. Because yeah, agreed. I think that I think that one of my favorite candidates in, in whether we want to again pivot into a conversation. Thank you. I love yeah. her. I think Chelsea's she's fantastic. Have you listened to her podcast? 
Um, I have listened so good. to parts of the one. I didn't know she had one. I did listen, start listening to parts of the one with her and Joe Rogan. The one, the one with uh, Jocko Willick. Have you heard that one? Nope. That's so she's she's had two with him in the last six months or whatever. One mm. was just her and him. Yeah, that's and the one then two or three weeks ago, with Jocko, Jocko Willick Willing. and uh, that's pretty uh, awesome. Yeah, he yeah. is awesome. Yes, and um, so she is fantastic. But the mm-hmm. problem is, is that there are people on the right mm. in the Republican camp of supporters whether it's actually politicians mm-hmm. or you know or or the 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 regular joe mm-hmm. that will just say no they, they won't listen yeah. they, they won't actually go what does she have to say they will have nothing to do with her because no. she's on the other side and it's right. such a and like it's so much worse now i think now mm-hmm. than it ever has been and it's yeah, yeah. so so sad we're starting to see that a little bit up here mm-hmm. but it you know, and, and Mike and I have talked about this, and, and I think you and I talked about this, that it's, first of all, it's really unfortunate that somebody won't just take a particular point and go, where do I stand on this? Where do I stand on abortion? Where do I stand mm-hmm. on gun rights? Where do I, and, and, but instead, it's, where, where do I stand on, on who, whoever is there, and what side did they stand on? So, okay, so the, now the basket includes all of these things, right? Mm-hmm. And I get right. it with a two-party system. You're kind of stuck with yeah. that a little bit. I, I understand that, right? Yeah. But what you got to do is you got to find you got to find the right people. And you know, Joe Biden is not the right person. That, that is not the right. That's not right. the right. Guy. May I please be excused to to tinkle, please? Enjoy. Please feel free. I shall return. <laughs> Here's the thing. No, what you said right there, and I, and this is where you and I do agree, is. Look, everybody that is being trod out, we know who they are, right? I mean, you know where Bi- who for, Biden for, is for, for the for, most for part. the most part. No, I think, I, just I think mean, a lot of people. I think a lot of people don't know Tulsi very well, but you know, right, right, right. right. For, I just for the most right. part, you're you're you're, you're correct. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's talk about political lifers. That's what I mean, right? You, you, sure. You've got people. So we 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 already Joe, know Joe Biden is that guy for sure. He he is the classic example, and and you know so. Where I think you're absolutely spot on, and I think more people are starting to do this because, you know, I'm more interested, regardless of who the the candidate is, I want to know, okay, where are they coming from? Here's the problem that you have, and this is hopefully going to be starting to change. I I definitely listen to more, or I definitely pay more attention to new candidates who I don't know much about because I already know what these other people have brought to the table. They've been consistent. Mm-hmm. Okay. No so question. that's who, right. so, you know, what, what I, what I think is, I think we're, you know, and it's, it, I think it's going to get better over time. Um, I think with information at people's fingertips, I think if people will accept information and understand, you have to understand where you're getting your information and you have to try to get as much information as possible to make your own informed decision, um, I, I think what ends up happening is most of who's be, most of who are coming to the public through debates, etc. But what are they really bringing? They're saying nothing. They don't say anything different. They all they all tote some sort of the party line, right? Of what they're doing. Um, they're not telling you anything that either hasn't been told before or any tangible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And that's the thing so far with Trump, 
which is the kind of the running joke, which is funny because it's true, is so far what he said during his president his run, he has either tried to do or has put through in doing. So he's the most hated guy who actually has followed through with his own promises so I far. Bet. So that's why we kind of oh, laugh to a certain point. We laugh to that certain point when we say that is that you need that who's gonna you know but take Trump out of it when you're gonna be running no matter who's coming up the line you need to number one you need to start sending your message clearer of what you're about and what you're gonna do and and honestly I think if anything is gonna happen from Trump whether he gets elected again or whether he's a one and done people are gonna have expectations though. That if Trump's gone or if Trump makes money or whatever, and if you come in after Trump and you don't deliver on what you said you were going to do, but this guy here who you hated delivered on 70% or 80% of what he said so far he's going to do, we need to, you need to expect better at this point, right? I think that's one thing. And, and again, like him or hate him, totally fine. But I will say this is people need to start getting stuff done. And that's the problem, that logjam that, that for the past 25 years, and this isn't just Democrats, it's Republicans, everybody in there, they need to do better, <laughs> you know? And Well, you know, it's, it, you yeah. know it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, um, I, th- I think there's a good point in there, and it, it's, it's an interesting one because, you know, when you look at the different systems that you have and that we have, one of the things that we have that is um, advantageous in trying to get things done is 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 number one. We're not perpetually campaigning, so you know basically right. the one thing with Trump is, and, and one of the biggest issues I have with him. And you say he's, and we'll disagree a little bit on this because sure. there's actually there's actually two reasons why I would say he's not getting things done. Number one, mm-hmm. he's passed very little legislation. He's just sort of done these sort of executive order stuff, which is not actually like passing legislation, number one. And number two, he's on this constant sort of rally campaigning thing. Now, mm-hmm. I don't hold him to fault necessarily for either one of those. So sure. I'll, I'll be careful in, in sort of commenting on that because right. number one, sure. it is difficult to get legislation through in an, in an era now that basically if you try to put something through, the other side says no. Right. Just, just cause. Regardless and, of and what, whoever's doing it, I agree with that. Yeah. Obama sure. ran into that. Bush sure. was the first one who really started to run into that in this sort of modern right. era. Clinton did sure. a little bit, but right. you know, there's that. And number two, the perpetual campaigning is not exclusive to the presidency. I mean, right. you know, there's, there's, there's been a lot of things I've listened to and whatever. Where basically you talk to a Congress uh, person mm-hmm. or a senator or whatever, and they'll go, yeah, basically fifty percent, sixty, seventy percent of my time is on the phone campaigning with whomever I need to campaign with. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're not actually legislating. They're not actually doing right. stuff as a legislator. They are campaign. And you don't have that in the Canadian system for a few reasons. And one mm-hmm. of the biggest ones is that we don't have a campaign cycle that, that goes that way. So, sure. And, yeah, they're not on constant camp. They're, they're not but, constantly campaign, campaigning. So that makes sense. From that aspect, from yeah. from that, and and also we have a multi-party system. Mm-hmm. A multi-party right. system makes it different. You know that the if you have a different view, you're not just going I'm on the left or I'm on the right. You say I'm right. on the and you know for you know federally it's three parties and you can kind of have now we tend to more have the left is represented you know more than the right. Mm-hmm. 
sure. with, the, with the parties we have. But we have a centrist party more. And so there's a few differences there. But it's a little amount of flaws. But, you know, right. because that, you know Trump, has, Trump certainly has been the, the president that has accelerated the perpetual campaign. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't ascribe right. it to him specifically. Sure. It's yeah. probably the timing of it, right? Right. Yeah. It, it probably would have been, probably would have been whoever came in as president's time that to whatever degree would have continued to accelerate it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. Obama well, he's, certainly he's... did it to some degree more than Bush. And... Right. And you, a lot of that comes into play with also the social media. Like Trump, hands oh, down. Sure. Even even though Obama had a Twitter account, everybody knew it was kind of cool. He's hip, right? Trump has been the by far, and I think that I'm not saying it won't continue for somebody else down the road. I I think that he is just because of who he is and 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 everything like that. I think he's obviously set the tone as a as kind of a new modern. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's the new modern approach, right? In, in terms oh, of... Oh, I, so, I could see a president yeah. doing it in the same sort of frequency-ish. Sure. He wouldn't do it in the same way he does it. Agreed. Totally agree. I don't, but I don't agree with how he does it. <laughs> I agree that he does it. I don't necessarily like how he does it in the in the wordings and a lot of things. I, I think That's ridiculous. he does say a lot of good stuff. Look, he does say things in there that if you just presented it simpler without the constant exclamation points, the constant sounding like it's a rally. I think if you just put that out there and, and get away from and Look, I know why he does it. And so far, it it's worked that he's done it, is he's constantly bringing up issues over and over again because that stays in people's minds. But I, I do think some of the things that he approaches in there are fine. I, I just, I'm looking at it going, I think it's cool that you're on there, but you could probably do about 60% less of that. Like you could still do it and be absolutely relevant, but the constant attacking on Twitter, like use Twitter to promote your ideas to the world because that's, you know, the United States. Stop with the attacking part on Twitter. Just get off that part. Get on just to the the meat, right? It's so true. And you know what? He he makes the point that he's doing a direct Mm -hmm. connection to the American people doing it. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Absol- absolutely. Like, if you're yeah. doing it in sort of all the relevant, actual useful right. stuff. Like, his stuff about, like, attacking any individual, it's, I mean... Right. It's, it's, it's stupid. The most, it's dumb. It's the most it's adolescent bullshit yeah, ever. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But, again, I don't... Look, first is, I think it's hilarious because I don't think Trump is stupid. I don't. Mm-mm. But but he comes across stupid when he tweets like that, even though I mm-hmm. absolutely firmly believe he isn't. And that's why no, as a person, and that's why it frustrates me as a person, because I go, I know you're not dumb. I certainly know you're not. And I do believe, you know, what you're trying to do. I just think, yeah, I just think he sounds incredibly stupid with the attacks. If you got out of the attack business and you went into, I, I don't mind the, the, the news stuff sometimes because the news at, at this point needs to be held accountable and it needs to get better. It needs to flat out get better as journalism. So that's fine. But not the personal attacks on individuals like either politicians um, or specific heads of X, Y, and Z. Get out of that crap. Just do, 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 uh, 
point to the American public about what you're trying to accomplish. This is what our ideas are. This is what we're shooting for. These are the good things that we're doing. I'm fine with all that. That's promoting. I get it. But get off the get off the the, the personal attacks, you know, with people on it because all that does is dull the message. And that's all it does, right? It, it's like get away from that. I'm fine with the well, social and, media bit. And, and it gives <laughs> and, and it gives people who are looking for a way exactly. to criticize him. Yep. Absolutely. It gives him ammunition that doesn't need to be there. Like, you know, if if he's going to have bad ideas, do things wrong, that'll be enough ammunition, and people will sure. find enough of that. Exactly. The, the stuff that he gives them, so they like, oh, it's like, it. Just, you know, what's his name? I'm not a big um, Trevor Noah fan. I enjoy him. Mm-hmm. I I used to watch the Daily Show religiously because I think John Stewart is, if not oh, one of the great. smartest, was, one of the smartest yep. individuals in show business of the last. 50 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. And, you know, he, of course, retired, and people asked him, like, Trump's coming up. You're mm-hmm. retiring. Are you, like, sorry that, you, that you're retiring? And, and there was a couple times when he did the, like, little, like, sure, of <laughs> this, course. Shit is, this shit is just going to feed. Oh, yeah. Like, what he oh, would yeah. have been able to do with that sure. would have been just, yeah. like, you know, knocking softballs out of the park. Every single oh, yeah. minute of he the does, day, he makes it extremely it, easy. Yeah, he makes it extremely easy. And you're right. Yeah. Like if you just take that shit and and take it away. And you know what? We've been talking here since Amy got back from her PP, and we didn't give her a chance to talk in there. And I know she's no, a huge it's Trump. Totally fan. Okay. I know she's a huge Trump fan. I'm a I'm a huge entertainment <laughs> fan. Actually, there you go. Yeah, he sure. provides yeah. a hell of a lot of. Oh, that. he does. My, yes. So my favorite my favorite tweet and. You know, a few people have commented on it here, there, and mm-hmm. everywhere, and it is true. That sort of proves that there is. He's entertaining purposely. So, like when he right, when he was doing the whole like, you know, maybe I'll buy Greenland from Denmark. Right. Yeah, yes. And he goes, "I promise <laughs> I won't do this." And the picture of Greenland with a giant Trump Tower on it, like, yeah, he's that was he's not funny. Mistake, he is pretty funny not, though. He's I, funny. I, that, that wasn't by mistake. That my favorite, actually, I'm going to do one up. My favorite tweet of all time is during the first Dem debates. Trump just tweets, boring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. It was so funny because that debate was just such a gong show. Like, oh, my God, let me speak Spanish to the 5% of the population that speaks Spanish in America. Like, it's so stupid. The pandering and the, oh, it's just gross. Well, first, he he is entertaining. uh, I mean, never mind that. The debates are the biggest load of horseshit that you're even going to, you can't get actual way of, Understanding, you know, malarkey. The, the right. pulse. Ah. It's crap. It's always crap. The malar- the, malar- the no malarkey tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Such malarkey. Bo- boring. <laughs> boring. No, I, I, like I said, I, I, I enjoy the entertainment value, and I, a part of, and I think a lot of people like me also kind of like to see him kind of burning down some stuff all at the same time. There, there is a little bit of that. Yeah. Just like the destructive factor, because I think I think the system needed it to a certain point. Trump was elected for a specific reason, and the message was people are tired of the other way. They're just tired of it. So, mm-hmm. in whether you like it or dislike it, people are tired. And it's... I agree, it had gotten stale. It had gotten the same. Um, the the politicians have continued to get richer, richer, and richer, and not and and things aren't getting done generally so it, it comes to the certain point where it's like okay you know what here you go 
here's your bowl in a china closet because you can't get your crap together. You need to figure it out. <laughs> you know, it's almost a punishment. Here's your punishment. You're on timeout for four years because you have a. And what have they done for the past four years? They've wasted everybody's time. Again, if they would have just, like Eric said, if you would have stepped back, let him be a president, attack him for things that he that you don't like, and if there's plenty of things there, go for it. He's not going to get reelected. But what See, have they done? They have spent four, three years now continuing to push an impeachment thing right. over and over again, and people are just like, they're done with it. They're and like, that, guys. Like, <laughs> they, that Trump derangement syndrome is actually... It's it real. really, really ruins their credibility because it's yeah. like you're not being objective because you're actually no. not considering the things that he is doing that if you were in power, you would do too because it's a good thing to do those things or whatever those things are. But it's like... Right. You're supposed well, to be for your president. You may not like him, but you do have to be supportive for the sake of your motherfucking country. I think it's yeah. funny, too, because, you know, like, whether it's this impeachment thing or do whatever mm-hmm. white noise right. is, is going on, that, like, legitimate challenges are or, or whatever's are being ignored. Like, one of the ones that, that I learned just a bit ago, and I, and I fact-checked it, is that mm-hmm. so from, from Bush to Obama... The one thing that people don't sort of talk too much is that, you know, um, attacks in the Middle East, specifically by the U.S. on whatever, by drones went up. I think mm-hmm. from, I think overall, um, the frequency from, from Bush to Obama was something like 250%, like a significant mm-hmm. amount. And, and nobody really talked about it, especially since Obama said that that was something they didn't want to do. Right. Okay. So, you know, Overlooked a little bit, but do you know what it? Do you know to date how much the increase has been from Obama to the administration? Mm-mm. Has anyone seen that number? Have you seen that, Mike? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. It's almost six hundred percent. So, Whoa. you know, like, oh. I, and again, right. I'm not saying this to to bash on Trump. But no, these are no, the you're, you're, these, are just, these, these are factual these, things. That's all, right? I guess these it. are the things yeah, we need yeah, to. Yeah. These are the things we should talk about. Not like to your point, and, and it's to support your point. Like the the white noise crap that we're talking about now. This this thing with the Ukraine and whatnot is there something that that shouldn't have happened? Probably. There's probably something that shouldn't have happened, and he went about something in the wrong way. And at what level of criminality is it? I don't know. I don't know it well enough. I know there's likely some goofiness going on in there but i know that you have the i know that not, you have president of ukraine saying that's not what was said and well, they've regard, it, it, regard, well, my, my point is you've I, had multiple right i get it it, it i i don't think, I think whatever I think, happened i think, is, I think yeah. the more impo- I, th- I think the point around it is there is likely i don't think i think it's hard to say that with trump involved and knowing how he is and narcissistic and sort of whatever Whatever you want to say. I, I think there's absolutely mm-hmm. something. He probably bent some rules, probably went over them. Did he do anything criminal? Let's just say maybe. Right. Yeah. But yeah, of know. the things yeah. that we should be concerned about that he does or the administration does, that one is probably far lower on the list than things like what they're doing in regards to military tax. And what they, like mm-hmm. the, sure. these are the things that we should be having conversations around. And, and I bring up one, and I'm not saying that that is the one we should be talking about. We should be and, and find the ones where they've done some, like this other thing is the, is, is the, but you know, it's clickbaity. It's mm-hmm. easy to, 
to bring up. Um, you know, it's it's sensationalist, and you know what? News is crap. The the news is a bunch of horse shit. You know, the CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all this stuff. It's all crap. I did I talk about this with you, Mike? About um, why the current look on CNN and all the the news with the pundit sort of panels. Did I talk about the story that I learned about on this one? No, I don't. With I don't the, with, so, Amy, I don't think I did. So, I'll, I'll tell you about this. This is just mm-hmm. fascinating to me. So, the current, and I think he's the president. He has an extremely high position with CNN. And I think it's president, but we'll just go with that for now. Okay. Understanding sure. that I'm high level CNN person. I, I, yeah, I got you. Whatever he is, super high. Had a similar role with ESPN for a long time. Hmm. And, Amy, I'm sure you watch a whole ton of NFL football. So this oh, yeah. really all makes sense to you. <laughs> all the football. But, oh, she's all, she's all, I can't sleep at night until I know who hurled what ball through what apparatus. Yes. <laughs> but Mike, you know as well as I do that for a long time, long time ago, ESPN started doing not just showing sports, but they started right. having pundit shows, right? And one of the yep. biggest things that you now have is two or three hours of shows talking about football before football mm-hmm. starts on Sunday. Right. And it's a yep. panel of three or four or five or six mm-hmm. guys. And all they do is talk back and forth about players or teams or mm-hmm. players and teams right. or something. And it's all opinion. Everything is, right? And that's gone on for as long as we can remember now, right? Right, right. So what it was is it was this brainchild of this guy who was in charge of ESPN at the time and said, hey, we need to do something that will bring people outside of when sports are going on because we need to fill that time. What are we going to do? Well, they basically figured out that people love to hear opinions. And sports is a great example because when you're a sports fan, your team's awesome mm-hmm. and every other team sucks. Mm-hmm. And you want to hear from people <laughs> who have the same opinion as you, right? Because mm-hmm, sure. you're like, yeah, my guy's awesome. And yeah, their guy sucks. And here's why my team's going to win. Like, And mm-hmm. people get in, right? And when they started doing that, the ratings on those shows are sometimes higher than some of the games, depending on the games. They're mm-hmm. incredibly popular. And when he came to CNN, he brought that and said, that we need, to, okay. we need right. to do that as well. So you'll if, if you look at the timeline, it was, it was something I saw about this. And it's fascinating because they actually... We're showing how CNN was the first news channel to do that, have that five or six or whatever amount of people mm-hmm. basically bouncing back and forth on their opinions on the news mm-hmm. at hand. Mm-hmm. Not journalism, not news, just punditry and opinion. And it drove ratings so high. MSNBC, Fox, mm-hmm. Fox News, everyone does it. But that's where it came from. It came from this guy who ran ESPN, got that model going to incredible success, and then implemented it at CNN. Yeah. Well, I don't know now how. I'm not sure how high CNN rates anymore, but I do know they're not nearly as popular now. But I still very popular though, right? But but in general, there's plenty of accurate reasons why I I definitely agree in certain aspects with it. But I I do agree. There's a lot more pundit shows we call it pundits, right? Because you're yeah, just sitting around are. with six people, three people, four people, and you're talking not necessarily about 
X, you're, t- you know, you're bringing in something. And again, it, this all eventually stems from the original in this ESPN model, bringing it over here adds into it is the 24 hour news cycle. You need to fill yeah. air. And by needing to well, fill people, air pe- means you people, need to fill pe- time. Yeah. And people love to listen about things that they agree with and people that agree with them or, or you're right. Yeah. Disagree and just walk to see with anger on it. Right. People love both of those. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fascinating sort of thing to think about that sort of evolution of that and where it actually came from. At least, at least in the broadcasting, you know, world that we, I I can't even remember now. I, 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 I can't remember the last time I've actually watched ESPN. Like, consistently. Not, oh, the game's on ESPN tonight and I watched the football game. Not, yeah. you know, watching Pardon the Interruption or watching all the old shows that they used to, yeah. which they still do. You know, when they got into the social activism aspect of their business, I, like, tuned out. I'm like, I don't care anymore. I'm done with this. I'm not watching it to be told well, we about. Don't. Right. But, but, but. But I'm saying it's yeah. like I, I can't even like tell you outside of flipping on Sunday Night Football, which is on ESPN. I don't really watch the before and after shows on any of that stuff because I don't really care. I just want to watch the game. Um, I can't tell you like the last time I turned on any of that. Yeah, none of that stuff. I can, right. I, CNN, I can't tell you the last time I turned it on. I don't watch any of that stuff. I, I get all my yeah. news from the Internet. And I try to, if it's, Trevor Noah said one thing, and I'm not a huge Trevor Noah fan at all. I don't Mm -hmm. really care for him. I don't think he's very funny. I think he's right. But that being said, he, I'm one of those people that look, when you say something very smart and poignant, I'll give you that credit for it. Mm -hmm. He says two things I've agreed with one time. One time he was talking about the whole Jesse Smollett thing. And he said, look, this is a win for Trump. And he goes, at some point we have to stop. And this was all one thing he says, which he says, listen, if you hear something that you think like you hear something on the news about X and it, you know, it reinforces your belief about that, right? Like, Oh, you know, like this is a great example, right? It would be, Oh, America's a racist country. Look what happened to this actor who said he was attacked. I believe America's racist country. He's like, it is your job. You need to be even more diligent. If you see something that reinforces what your opinion is, you need to make sure you do even more diligent on your research to make sure it's accurate because you're willing to, because you're willing to believe something so quickly. And so when he said that, I'm like, look, I don't agree with most of what he, this guy says, but this, and this goes, he said, this is all sides of the aisle. This is not a left or right thing. Anything. This is everybody. Mm -hmm. And I went, that's broke, you know, smart, extremely intelligent and extremely on point that everybody can use. And I, I always thought about that's actually come up a couple of times. You know, if, if you see a story that, you believe and it reinforces your feeling about something, you need to be diligent and do your research mm-hmm. on it right. to make sure that's actually correct. Because what did we find out? It wasn't <laughs> very quickly, mm-hmm. but we, but he, that's what he said, but we were, he, he, you know, he said, I'll take blame. We were so willing to jump on this story because we felt this reinforces what a problem was when now we got egg on our face because we realized we were lied to. And so what? It yeah, sense. and it's 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 yeah. like um it's like our man uh, Amy Miss Harris. I'm sorry, what was that? It's like our man Mr. Harris will say. Mm. I say our man because you're a I, you know I it. If I remember, I know you're you're a fan. Mm-hmm. One thing I love that he says about Trump because we know how much he's a he's a little bit obsessive to be honest. Little, I think oh, he's got obsessive. a little bit of the yeah. the Trump yeah. derangement. 
You know, yeah. But but I do love that what he says is, and he because he admits it. He admits that he has an incredible bias against Trump, mm-hmm. and he says flat out, no question. Because of that, and you know, he, he is a very good thinker, very strong thinker. But he makes a great point that he says because of that. For that very reason, I would give him the benefit of the doubt every time. Mm-hmm. I have to. I have to absolutely, he says, I absolutely, and I'm paraphrasing, but he says, I absolutely have to give him the benefit of the doubt because I have such a strong bias against him. It's upon me that when something goes on with him, whether he says something or he does something, mm-hmm. that I give him the benefit of the doubt to come from that perspective. Otherwise, my bias just plays in super strong from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that he says that because it's super important that if you do have that blind spot, if you will, or understanding that you have a bias against someone or something or whatever that is, that if you're going to actually come at it and attack it, mm-hmm. you got to give it the benefit of the doubt to start. you got to come from that perspective of, of, of there to just every time. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to come from left field to, to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think, I think that, you know, it, it's very similar to what you see what, um, like about what Trevor Noah comments mm-hmm. on, right? It's a very it's similar very concept. Sim- it's it's yeah. a very, very similar concept or philosophy. And look, it's pretty straightforward to say it and almost easy to say it. Uh, simple rather, but it's not easy. Well, that's, right? that's yeah. the main reason I don't like, I mean, you don't want to talk about De Niro the other day. That's the main reason he, he grates on me, and and I and even though he may be a a pretty good actor, look the fact that you want to what? sit there as as in your award shows and call the president of the United States literally a piece of shit, look, dude, you lost yeah. me. But I don't like that, and that but that taints me as a person now when I watch him act because I just don't like him. Not but because he, I think yeah, he's wrong. It's, it's, I just think he's in a pro- he, he, yeah, yeah. But he's saying that now, not when he did The Godfather in nineteen seventy four. Well, no, I know, I know that, but my problem is, but, but, I, but look, I will fully admit, <laughs> that's what I was telling you. Well, I told you, because I remember, I, well, I texted you, but here's the funny thing about that, is I texted you, and I said, I look, I totally have a bias against him, I didn't tell you why, but I did say, look, I don't like, I think he's an asshole, I said, that's what I think well, I knew, he's an I asshole. Knew, I knew right away. Right, like I said, I think he's an asshole, I knew, and that's I my problem, my problem is, why. I think he's an asshole, so I don't really care if he's a good actor, I want to watch him, because I think he's an asshole. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but like, you didn't think he was like, an asshole 10 years ago. He wasn't. He wasn't doing that kind of shit ten years ago. No, but I. But that doesn't mean he's not a good actor. I just. He's one. Of, he's I, one of the best. Eh, eh, he, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I have a hard time believing that, and here's why. I know he's got all the awards, but I'm sorry. I just have a hard time taking a guy seriously. He always looks like he, the look on his face always looks like he's got his phone in his pocket and he's kind of looking down trying to read something. <laughs> so. It's funny you said that. You said that. And I tried to like watch and I didn't see it. I haven't seen it. Amy knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what you're really talking about. By the way, I stole that. I'm not going to lie. I stole that. It's from, I, I don't think it was. Oh God, he was it. It wasn't Rogan. It might have been Rogan. No, it wasn't Rogan. Oh no, it was Kevin Pollack, who's so funny, and he would do his impressions of walking and all that. But he was talking about De Niro, and he said that he goes, "Look, I can teach you all to do the perfect De Niro impression. All right, everybody, put the phone in their pocket. Right now, lean back, put, bring the phone out of your pocket, look down like you're trying to read it." He's all, That's you're so done. Funny. <laughs> now I've funny. never been, I've never been able to see him in anything now and not see that. That's the funny part. <laughs> it's possible you've been primed by the comedian. <laughs> yeah, Pro- it was kind probably, of funny. Probably. 
Yeah. But uh, that's so a, that's the easiest way to describe him. So is the the look on his face. How how far is our rec- I, you know? It's re- I realize now that uh, I'm on the other end of this. I can't see all detail. How, how far are we along this recording? Well, Amy? We are past an hour and a half now. So nine, past mm. ninety minutes. Holy yeah, we're at ninety eight minutes. So if Whew, any of us want to shut the fuck up now would be a great time. Well, listen, I'm just bedtime. I'm, I'm just old. saying. Look, three ways take time. Okay? I know. I know. It was a nice. Which I'm fine with. I'm totally fine with an hour and a half three-way. It's great. Yeah. That was a great conversation. It's about time all of us united because I like it's just the schedule's got hectic. You know what I mean? So It's been a long time and we should do it more often. Yeah, I agree. We should do it more often. Oh, please. Oh, behave. Oh, behave. Oh, behave. (laughs) So let's wrap it up and it is our show. Mm -hmm. So, so, um... It's been the Mono Imano podcast with our wonderful guest host Amy. Amy. Thank you for jo- thanks for joining there, Amy, and of course I'm Eric, and I'm Mike. That's been wonderful. If you need to reach out to us, of course you can always uh, send us a uh, a direct message in our Instagram at oh at the Mono Imano podcast on Instagram. Very sim- very simple, or at Eric Mike Mike Eric at gmail we do have one fan, um, Amy. I don't know if you caught it in any of our things, but we do have one fan, Sean. Mm-hmm. He's in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who Sean is. We don't know him. He just picked it up somewhere. He's sent a couple of emails a couple of times. So oh, Sean, nice. if you're listening, we're like, yeah, it's super cool. So Sean, shout out to you if you're listening in. Hi, Sean. If you made it to the end of, the, yeah. There you go. Amy, give you a shout out. Mike, give him a shout out, buddy. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Eye roll emoji times one hundred. Times, times 110. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Sean, thanks. Sean, I appreciate no, you listening. See, I said it. Yeah. I and mom, it. thanks. I do love Hi, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> she listens wow. to too. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a really fun one, Amy. Thanks for we'll we'll definitely do this again. This is your third one you've been on. Mm-hmm. This is the first one. Was all this was my first was one. Awesome. Yeah. I'm kind of hooked, to be honest. It was good to talk to you. Yeah. Talk to Cherry. (gasps) It's everything I thought it would be. So Mm -hmm. so do you know know how you're going to uh, shut that thing down there, Amy? See, there's a little button there. You're going to press it. But but before you do, before you do, before you do, there's an important thing that we must finish with. Yeah. Mm. Say it. Don't forget, Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) And you stay classy, San Diego. Mm. Never trust a fart. (laughs) 